Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word for a few minutes each day, about 12 minutes or so, and by so doing, help us to have a better perspective on the day and on life in general, whatever the day, whatever life may throw at us. It helps us to stay focused on our spiritual lives, our spiritual needs, our relationship with God. Now, you know some people in your life who need to change their thinking, who need to change their focus of their life, the direction as to how they're living. We encourage you, share these short studies with them. By doing so, you may help them to start to change their focus, to start to think about their spiritual lives and their relationship with God. You may help get them on the right track that will ultimately lead them to eternal life in heaven. So think what a great impact for good you can have on somebody just by starting to share these short studies with them. Make up your mind to do that. You can do that through Facebook friends, through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. So share with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, literally anybody and everybody. Please do share. Take that step. We're talking about two opposing and opposite influences and forces in our life. One being God and God through Jesus Christ leading us to follow him and ultimately leading us through Christ to be able to have an eternal home with him in heaven in all of the glories and all of the bliss and all of the blessings that go therewith. Now, can you imagine a place where the scriptures describe as being a place where there is no more sickness or pain or sorrow or suffering or crying or death? And then the other force, the opposite of that, is the devil himself, trying to lead us into sin and thereby separating us from God and ultimately trying to lead us to eternal condemnation in hell. Now, we make the, the choice each day, which, which influence are we going to follow? Now, we all know the right answer. And so we would probably pretty instinctively say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm following God. But see, each one of us, you, my friend, need to ask yourself truthfully, deep down, seriously, which influence are you following in your life right now? Are you living by God's teachings communicated to us in his word? Are you being obedient to those teachings on a consistent basis? Or are you doing whatever you want to do and thereby following the lead of the devil? You see, Jesus said most people are going the wrong way. They're going down the broad way that leads to eternal condemnation and hell. Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. And the few are the ones who are walking down the pathway of God's truth toward eternal life in heaven. Which road are you taking? Which path are you on? Which direction are you following? Whose influence is guiding your life? You need to be honest with yourself. We talked about how we want to make this application of these two opposing influences through a specific, a specific point of view or application, and that is love or hate. You see, God's influence on us 
is based in love. He created mankind in his own image, with a soul, with a spiritual being within his physical being, so that we could be with him for all of eternity. He made us unique from everything else he created. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. And thereby gave mankind dominion over all else he had created upon this earth. The, the other influence is the devil, and that's out of hatred. I think it's safe to say, accurate to say, the devil hates God. And he wants to hurt God. You know, again, we're talking about we're talking about spiritual forces in a supernatural plane here. But I think I think we can understand that the devil wants to hurt God. How can he hurt God? Well, by pulling his creation away from him, by pulling those he created in his own image away from him and into eternal condemnation and hell. But ultimately, the devil's going to be there himself. Revelation chapter 20 and verse 10 tells us he will be cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. And verse 15 in Revelation 20 tells us all those who have followed him, whose names are not written in the book of life. In other words, the lost, the ones who aren't saved through Jesus Christ, they will be in that same lake of fire and brimstone, which is hell. Now, So Jesus is the positive force, or God is the positive force, and Jesus is the Savior. Through Jesus, we come to God. The devil is the negative force. Okay, one is based in love. The other is based in hatred. So here's the question. Love or hate? Which one is guiding your life? Love or hate? It's easy to say instinctively again, kind of a knee-jerk reaction. Oh, it's love. I love. I, I, don't, I, I don't hate. Well, again, which influence are you following? One is based in love. That's God. Now, to follow God, you've got to be obedient to him. You've got to follow him through Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, giving your life to him, surrendering to him, repenting of your sins. That means turning away from them, dying to that condemnation of sin, Romans chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, and being born again through baptism, the blood of Christ cleansing you of the guilt of your sins, you being reborn spiritually, walking a new pathway through life, and that's the road to heaven. That's that narrow path that Jesus talked about in Matthew 7, verses 13 and 14. And if you're not living that life, then you're walking with the devil, You're walking away from God. In James chapter 4, verse 7, James said, submit to God. And then he said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Okay, how do I submit to God? How do I effectively, effectively resist the devil so that he will flee from me? The next verse says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. If you're walking with God, Faithfully, consistently, obediently, the devil has no place in your life. But if you're trying to compromise, then you're actually following the lead of the devil. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3 and verse 16. Again, perhaps the most familiar verse in the entire Bible. But we looked at, John, at Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 10, where Paul says that 
while we were still without strength, Christ died for the ungodly. Which ungodly? All ungodly. In verse 8, God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Which sinners? All sinners. The worst of the worst. The most wicked of the wicked. The most heinous that we can imagine. He died to give every sinner and everybody who is old enough to understand the principle of righteousness versus unrighteousness, or sin, in other words, versus faithfulness. Everyone who has that ability is a sinner or has become a sinner. Romans 3 and verse 23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So we're talking about you, my friend, and me. Christ died for all sinners. But again, for the worst of the worst, so that everyone could have the opportunity to be forgiven and come to God through Jesus Christ. Be baptized into Christ for the remission of their sins. Have their sins wiped away, cleansed through the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. Born again spiritually, made new spiritually. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. That's how much God loves us. In fact, in verse, in verse 10, it says, when, when we were enemies, we were reconciled, brought back into a right relationship with God through the death of his son. Through the death of his son. That's how much God loves us. When we look at John's letter in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 16, we read similarly. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. We know about love because of God's love for us. In chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, in this the love of God was manifested or demonstrated toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved him, God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins or the substitute or cover for us. Now, in verse 8, John wrote, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. Interesting, isn't it? How do we know about love? Because we know about God. God is love. How do we know about how much God loves us? He sent his son to that cross to die for us. Because God loves us that much. Which influence is guiding your life? Is directing your steps each day? The love of God or the hatred of the devil? Let's pray together. Father, thank you for loving us so much and guide us to live in your love, to accept your love, to come to you through your love for us, through Jesus Christ. 
repenting of our sins, confessing our faith openly in him as your son and our savior, and surrendering to him, dying to that life and guilt of sin as we're buried with him through baptism, where the blood that he shed on the cross will cleanse us of the guilt of our sins. And as we come up out of that watery grave, we can be reborn spiritually. We can be a new creation, made alive spiritually, made new. Thank you for loving us so much, Father. Praise be to you. Please forgive us and guide us to live for you, Father. In Christ's name, amen.